it above that. I like it. You know, it don't matter how many people work for me, I still would get out there and get my hands dirty because it's like two things. It's like it's still, you know, it reminds me of what I'm doing it for. Yeah. And it keeps me hungry. I like it. I like it. And what made you start um, Check Runners uh, Podcast? Like, what? how you got into that? Uh, as far as the podcast, um, I developed it, like, right? Okay. And I always wanted to entertain my whole life. Okay. You know, like, I didn't did the, you know, every, we in Georgia, so everybody had a phase where everybody wanted to rap. Right. <laughs> no, you're right. When New Orleans, everybody was a rapper and everybody had a CD coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it started there and then uh, it transitioned. Oh, I had to come to a realization with myself where, where I was like, I was nice, but I was like, nah, this is not going to work. Yeah. This is not what God has. It was in your calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And sometimes that's the hardest pill to swallow. When we on our, you know, journey through life and just realizing it's like things that's not for us. It took me losing a couple of days to figure out what my niche was. I'm like, this ain't it. I thought I like banking. This not it. Right. I thought I like selling cars. This not it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to find my own, my own thing, my own niche, you know? Right. So I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I transitioned over from rapping. Then I started, okay. um, I had a uh, sketch comedy show called the June Boy Show. Okay. Like, basically, it was like the Down South Chappelle show. Okay. You know, it was mad funny. It was <laughs> mad funny, like, too. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, because, like, we was cutting up on there. And um, it was going in the good direction. But, like I say, that I don't think that where God had for me. Right. You know, so I moved on and I started shooting short films. Yeah. Because okay. I, I write, you know, I edit, I direct. Okay. Like, I, all of the entities it takes to, you know, other film industry, you know, I do all of that. Okay. And um, so it I I learned from doing that that it takes money to do these things. It does. <laughs> it's not it's not free trying to run, trying to start a business. It is not free. No, no. Especially, like, a Filming. Filming, yeah. Yeah, because it takes so much. You got to have some kind of budget. Yeah. You know, like, even if that's down to the equipment. Like, you ain't got to have, like, the most, like, expensive equipment. But you got to have something. So, um, that wasn't really, like, doing it for me. And then I still love filming. So, I, um, I got So, you are you doing, like, movies? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I still do short films, okay. but as far as the entertainment aspect of it, I'm putting all my energy into the podcast. Gotcha. So um, that way got me to the podcast world because I love talking to people and I love making people laugh. So I felt like, oh, uh, podcasting was perfect. Okay. You know, and it, it was one of those things, you know, um, God was just talking to me. I got a real strong relationship with God. You know, I tell everybody like anybody, that comes first. Yeah, that always comes first. You know, you know that like God is head of my life, and like I don't do nothing without faith. 
because I didn't came through some like some storms. So uh, I end up doing a podcast like uh like I say I just came up with the idea like three years ago, right. and uh, I was supposed to do it uh with a couple of my cousins, and um the day we supposed to shot the podcast, now one of these guys showed up. Mm. So imagine me being here. I didn't went and paid like thousands of dollars for all this equipment, and. I'm calling my real life cousin, yep. and they're not even answering the phone. And texting me like two, three days later, said, "Bro, I ain't gonna make it." Ooh. I'm like, "So you're not gonna make it from three days ago?" You like, do three days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from that point, um, it made me, <laughs> it made me realize, you know, um, I had to get a couple. Of I had to dot a couple more I's and cross a couple more T's. So um, I officially launched the podcast last summer, 2021. You know, and um, and it's just it's just, it's been a blessing, man. You know, um, and in those three years, you know, I I I, I read and watched a whole went to YouTube University and learned more about uh marketing. Yeah. And, you know how to get more uh, listeners and viewers for the YouTube. So I guess you know God was just telling me like get my stuff together, and then once I get that knowledge, he'll he'll make it work for me. Exactly. Because people don't realize about this entertainment business, like, and this another hard pill to swallow. The entertainment business is ninety percent business. 10% talent. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that before? Yeah, I have. Do you agree? I Yeah. Well, there's more talented people, right, than business. I mean, in business. Right. So, I don't know. But, they, it, you're right. It's way more talented people than business people. But, you gotta look at it like this. The business people put them in that position to showcase their talent. No, you're right. You're right. Because when I sold cars, I sold cars for 10 years. Right. And I was so unhappy doing it. But I sold cars for 10 years. And they asked me to do a commercial for a new line we had out. And doing that commercial, I got my first time on a microphone. And then it gave me the confidence to feel like I could go on, I could go on air, I can do this, you know. So you're right. right. It does take the business for you to realize what you have in you. Because mm-hmm. I was always afraid, like, I don't want to do the camera. Like, I don't, people, I don't want right. to be in front. But it was like when I did it, it released a talent in me I didn't know existed with talking to people, you know, on live or, you know, on the microphone. So I agree with that. Right, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, forgive me, people. I just got four by cuspids, like, extracted out of my mouth. So some of my S's, <laughs> so some of my S's, I'm going to sound like Mike Tyson Jr. in here. <laughs> so if I sound like Mike Tyson when I hit some of my S's, that's because, like, my teeth are, like, all, half of my, four of my teeth are gone right now. And I guess apparently these are, like, the teeth that, like, control the S's in yeah. your speech. That's all right. You still coming through. That message still getting out there. It, it's reaching. It's reaching. It's reaching. Okay. Okay. 
It's reaching the cross broadcast. <laughs> All right, that's dope, man. That's dope. I love, I love y'all set up in here. How long have you been doing this? Me, I've been here since December. December, okay. I've been here since December. Yeah, because we just moved to this location, so I was I started at the old location. Okay. Yeah. Um, wanting to interview like business owners and stuff. What made you see? Now nah, I got my interview hat. Oh on. no! What? <laughs> <laughs> We gotta save that for your show, okay? Nah, no. Oh, it's like I got so many questions, but hey, you pop, you do your thing, queen. Do your thing. Yeah, put me on your books, and I answer any I everything you, you got. But no, what was you about to ask me? Uh, what inspired you to do this? Um, what inspired me to do this was a long time ago. I had originally had a YouTube show. Um, and then I only did it for one day, but when I started doing, um, pop-up shops, cause I have my own, um, pop-up shop. I do every Saturday on Cascade Avenue. And I felt like looking at the business owners out there trying to, you know, put themselves out there and really make a name for themselves. I felt like they needed more. We need more as business owners, especially small ones that can't afford brick and mortar to be able to have a platform. Where can, you know, spread their brand awareness outside of Facebook and Instagram. Right. And, you know, so I felt like this was the place for me to be in order for me to be able to do that. And a lot of people have, um, they've made progress since coming on a radio show. Some have got deals with Amazon. Some people have opened, found the confidence to open up a store. Um, so that's really what it was. It was just me wanting to not just say, you, we stuck here at Pop-Up Shops and we stuck here. I felt like I wanted to create an avenue where people can really get their brand out there. You know, so I'm all about small business owners. I'm all about kid vendors and stuff. So that's where my heart is and that's where it started. Hey, man. I'm glad that you said that at the end. What, what you just said? That's where your what is? My heart is. That's it. See? <laughs> So many times, you know, we, we condition our brains mm-hmm. to do things strictly based on the financial aspect and, you know, the financial gain it brings to our bank account. But we not even happy doing it. No. A lot of people, some people, they just have a business just to kind of help make ends meet for a little mm-hmm. while. Right. But like for me, when I had when I started eyelash for me too, I was out in the winter. Like I had on a, a um a blanket outside the hair store hustling my lashes. Yeah. So yeah, so I knew that this is for me. Like I wasn't doing this with no other job. So it was like I knew at this moment this is for me. And I think a lot of business owners, you know, if you really serious about your brand, you gonna really put that work in. And that's just you know how it is now let me ask you what do you like most about doing um check runners podcast when you're doing it like what's that thing that makes you happy uh the thing most about what's make me happy i got that's it that is a great question did did you did you got like questions wrote for me it just came off your straight off the head like oh my god you so good (laughs) big salute for that You know, I have my little mental notes I wrote down. Yeah, yeah. You you own it. You own it. But uh, the thing I love the most, I got to say, it's it's, it's like a therapy session. You know, because, you know, as black men, um, the term 
therapy, you know, it, it gets a bad look sometimes. You know, people see it as, oh, it's quote unquote, that's white people stuff. Right. But like, like these mental health issues that people are dealing with every day, they don't know what color you are. Right. You know, they don't know and, and don't care. Like, you got millions of people that's depressed and dealing with anxiety and, like, dealing with trauma from, like, past experiences. So it's like doing a pie. I go to therapy also. But when I do my podcast, I feel like that is the place where I feel the most free at. I started to say free at but I don't think that's a word. If you could start your own words. Hey, you never know. You start freest. your own dictionary. I feel so free. <laughs> free. Yeah. When I podcast. Yeah. Yeah, like that's like my that's I'm a generally a happy person, but that's like the space for me where I'm happiest. Yes. I know that's a word. Okay, that's the word of the day. <laughs> Which one? Freeish. Freeish. Big boy checks. They are. You know, 
but they not just cutting it just because you got a podcast. Yeah. Like you gotta put the work. work. That's when anything Right. That's anything you do. You have to put in work if you want to see return investment. There you go. You know, but my with my pop up shop, like we like one of the largest in Atlanta. We right at the top three, and that's because of the work you put in. You get that return investment. You get a vendors, if not more, every week. So that's anything you do. You have to put in the work. Right. If you want to see your business successful, or you want people to invest and believe in your dream, mm. you have to put in the work. And it's like what I was saying earlier, like with the hair store, um, I was talking about how I, I used to set up outside of. I used to, used to see me like on the, at the red light, you know, set up on the back of my car. Right. And then he came over and he was like, we've been watching you. And even though we sell lashes in our store, we want you to sell in front. Bring your stuff to our store and you can set up outside and let the customers meet you first. It's because you got to put in that work. If I didn't put in that time and that work, then I consider that as a return on my investment, right. my time, my dedication. So a lot of people should do that. They, you have to. You can't just say, oh, I just went and passed out flyers today and that was that. What else did you do? Yeah, went to sleep. <laughs> Smoked uh, right quick. <laughs> Mom, Deuce, yeah. and cooked like some chicken. I ate. I you passed know, out like 10 flyers, though. Yeah, like, you'll be surprised how many people, how many. I, come, I talk to hundreds of business owners a day that got small business. And when I'm asking them, like, well, what did you do besides hand out? Well, um, I did go inside the store and I, got, I did a little shopping. Nah, like, no, it. what? <laughs> you got to put in hard work. Yeah. And um, and and you got to just stay dedicated to that hard work. Yeah. You know, um, because it's like one of those things, like, when you invest in yourself, like, you build value. Yeah. Every day, every day you wake up and do what you love, you constantly build a value. Yes. You know, I like to look at value, Christian, as uh, building a house. Exactly. You know, like say somebody start a podcast. Right. They go out, buy all the equipment. They land down the foundation. Right. Each episode they shoot and continue every week is a, is a brick that's constantly being built to the house. Yeah. And now people can ride by this house and see, oh wow, this house is this house is so magnificent. Right. It's luxurious. I want to buy this house. Mm -hmm. You know, but that house didn't get built in one day either. No. You know, see that's the other thing right there. We we want these things. We we want success. We um you want to be rich? Yeah, we we want to be rich, but we um we having hard times with dealing with the aspect of taking our time to reach these platforms and these pinnacles, mm -hmm. you know, and doing what we love. Yeah, let me let me. And you know what? It's funny you said that about building the house because across the street, I live down Hurt Row, so it's like a straight street. Right. And then there was a, um, I've been there, we've been in our house for three years. And across the street, it was just, when we first got there, it was like this just dirt little area. And the guy, um, he started building his house. So over time and years, they just got finished like maybe two months ago. And this house is gorgeous. It is big. I think everybody now subdivision, probably like a little jelly. Right, right, right. <laughs> but 
I had asked, I saw him at the store one day and I asked him, I said, like, you built that house. I was like, what inspired you to do that? He was talking about how he has his own construction business, but his family was living inside a hotel throughout the time wow. that this house was being built. He wanted something different and he was dedicated to making the change for his family and his right. kids. So he put in the hard work to build that house. It wasn't rushed. It didn't happen overnight. It took, they was in the hotel for three years till that house got built. So you just have to be dedicated, like you say. And if you want it, you're going to wait for it. You're not going to rush it. You have to trust the process. Is what I, I always say. Trust the process. It, it works. And the, <laughs> the process, it will never fail you. It won't. Like, you'll, you'll, um, let me see. You'll literally fail the process before the, the process, process fails, fails you. you. You're right. You know, because the process going to always do what it do. Yeah, you know what? It's, um, and you know, this is the thing. Like, I've done eight magazines. I'm right. working on number nine right now for my pop shop. And I had a girl who actually showed up that follows me on Instagram, um, Facebook. And she came to my pop shop and she asked me, how, who do I know that could put her on? Right. I'm like, how long you been in business? She was like, I just started. Like, I don't even have a logo yet. I'm like, I don't have anybody that that you know, put you on. I don't have a manager. I don't have none of that stuff. I trusted the process. Right. I trust my hard work, my dedication, what I put on social media. And then these people started noticing me and what I'm doing. Right. And so you, that's all part of trusting the process. You have to just wait. It's like baking the cake. You can't just put a cake in the oven and expect it to be done. You got to prep that cake. You got to ice in that cake, put it in the... You know what I'm saying? You got to give it time. Yeah, I'm hungry now, too. Yeah, I'm hungry, what but kind you of got... That? <laughs> 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 that cake going to be wrong when you come out because you hungry. You going to pull it out early. Cake going to fall for it. Hey, you it's going to be a, some cake. good cake, though. No, it is. And it's going to be worth the wait. Like, for real, for real. Yes. Well, um, we have to move on to our next topic of the day, which is pop, uh, popping topics. So I just want to see if there's anything else you want to share with our listeners about your podcast and, um, you know, your um, other business with the... Um... Um, uh, like I say, uh, everybody go follow on Instagram, TikTok. Um, What's your name at, on TikTok? At, at Tech Runners Podcast. Okay. On all socials, uh, follow at Big Boy Waste Management. Oh yeah, uh, dropping a new book, uh, probably sometime in August. Get rich and praise God. Uh, that's gonna be real, very dope, you know. Um, so it, the basics of the book, I'm um, let's tell y'all right quick. Just the purpose of the book is to just teach people that no matter what got going on in life you we need to stop looking for things that we watch on tv that we think we need to be successful yes you know instead of trying to go instead of trying to go uh break our neck to go find things to be successful that's gonna make us and break us we already mm -hmm. are born with these things yeah we just gotta learn how to use them so y'all get ready for that. That get ready to pray, guys. It's uh, it's gonna be hard. 
but you let me know when they hit so I could make sure I um let everyone know to go and check that out. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for supporting now. Um, Rico, outside of your podcasting and you know, uh, I want to know what is it that you like to do for fun? For fun, that is a good question because I <laughs> met a woman last week. She asked me the same question. Okay. And I did not know how to answer the question at all. Like she probably still waiting on me to check her back. <laughs> Because I have no idea what I like to do for fun no more. Like, I'm so used to, I'm so used to, you know, just working and, you know, doing things that just going to get me closer to the point where I'm building a legacy for my kids and my kids' kids that I get caught up. But honestly, like, I honestly, just to answer that question, um, I like playing piano. Nice. Yeah, I love playing piano. You know, it's a it's a good conversation piece. You know, when when people come over to your house and you drinking and y'all having a good time and you just get on your keyboard. Yes. I don't know how to play no but a couple songs. That's okay though. But it's a vibe though when yeah. you come up in there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I love playing the piano, man. So that's like my that's like my uh new form of therapy. That's what's up. I like that. Do you have any um encouraging words for other entrepreneurs out there that's you know trying to start a podcast or a business? Uh, encouraging words for um number. I got a couple things. Encouraging words. Okay. Number one, everyone is not a rapper. No. Please stop no. trying to rap. We have way too many rappers. And you know what? Before you said thing, I be feeling so bad because I'm one of the people like I don't know how to say no. So when I'm pumping my gas and somebody <laughs> walks up to me, I be like, "Wait, is I'm done? Like I'm trying to run, but then I'm pregnant, so I can't." Yeah. So I be like, "I'll buy it." I will be like, "Yeah, I'll buy it." I, oh, I gotta, people still selling CDs? Yes. So I got like oh. three. I got like three or four in my car that I picked up from Quick Trip, Racetrack. I think I got one from Sick Go. Uh, wow. Because I, I, when I look at them, I be seeing a hustle. They, I don't know right. trying to say. They could be selling drugs. They could be robbing somebody. Right. But they're at a gas station just trying to sell a, a, a mixtape. Right. So I be like, yeah. Like, I can't promise that I play it, right, but right. I do support. All right. Yeah. That's the number one thing I want to go to before I get to the real stuff. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Oh, Lord. Everybody can't do OnlyFans, baby. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. So, one and two. Everybody stop trying to be rapper. Everybody stop trying to do OnlyFans. Like that's not for everybody. No, it's like not. find your bag. You yeah. know, you know, find find like what's good, what you're good at. Don't don't base off, don't base your business off of money. Yeah. Because if you do anything for the money, it's not gonna last. Right. If it's strictly for the money, yeah. like you have to do it. It gotta come from a place of passion. Right. It got to come from a place of commitment. Exactly. You know, so that's what I want to say to all the, you know, up-and-coming entrepreneurs. You can do anything <laughs> that you set your mind to. I know that's super cliche to say. But it's true. But yeah, yeah. If you can see yourself doing it, you can do it. But have realistic expectations at the right. same time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's what is it? It's April. If you start a podcast today, don't think Spotify is going to call you next month with a $5 million offer to get you in the building. 
So it's like have realistic expectations, man, and do everything with a passion. And then when it comes to OnlyFans, you can use OnlyFans as a positive thing. Like I had an OnlyFans, but it was called Build the Brand with Kristen. Right. So I was trying to teach people how to build the brand on <laughs> nobody was interested. <laughs> it was like, can you take the top off while you showing? I'm like, oh. So, you know, I, I understand. Right, right. You know, and TikTok, you can use TikTok with your brand. You don't have to always be you bending over, shaking your butt. Right. You can use TikTok to um to be able to get more I kind of got sales from my lashes off TikTok. Right. You know, just doing duets and little skits. Mm, that's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's, don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with OnlyFans. Like, no. I really like that is a respectable hustle in my it eyes. Is. Like, I respect anybody trying to hustle. All I'm just saying is it's not for everybody. No, it's not. Hi, Miss Peachy Tea Time checking in. Hey, boo. Happy, hey, she said, hey, guys. Hey, she hey, on Instagram. <laughs> happy birthday. I told you happy birthday yesterday, but happy birthday again to you. You're now doing amazing things out there. She actually has a show on um YouTube called PTT Time. So everybody make sure y'all check it out. She's also part of our his family here. So let's always show love to each other. Um, okay, so it is time for popping topic of the day. Um, which is, and I'm glad you're here, um, to discuss this. When is it time for a man to propose? And women are now proposing to men instead because they don't want to wait too long. So if anybody have any comments on this topic, give us a call at 442-554-4347. The phone lines, as usually, is always open. Um, so what do you think about this? When should a guy propose? When is the time to put out the ring? Uh, I gotta say on that one, it's 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 not one of those things you can put a time limit on. You know, because if 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 you feel like this is a woman you ready to share the rest of your life with, and then she she ensues joy into your heart, and you just can't live without her. Like, hey, go for it. Now, how long they gonna be engaged? Now, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> now, is she? It, but the pop that <laughs> ring should like guys do. Most guys wait like two years, four years. What's the max before he pull out that box? It, uh, that's kind of like that's very subjective because you know you got some guys like they feel like they gonna they gotta be with somebody about ten years. Oh, if she stay with me ten years, I know she the one. Let me go yeah. ahead and go and pop the question. Yeah. Then you got some guys like this hopeless romantic, like the first six months might propose, you know, and neither one of those guys are wrong in their mm-hmm. own right, you know, but it's just all about the situation, you know, but if you with somebody and they like got some questionable behavior, they probably won't get proposed. Like if 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 your first three months of your relationship very toxic, you probably don't need to propose. <laughs> you probably need to wait till y'all get in like a healthy space. Yeah. If if y'all even get to that healthy space, because mm-hmm. sometimes when the relationship gets toxic, it's just toxic. It's not gonna bring nothing but. Toxic. But can it be toxic and get better? I haven't seen one that has. <laughs> <laughs> What about women proposing? And I, I came, I thought of that because I saw um just a, a I saw a, a episode on um 
YouTube because I I don't watch shows, but I do do the the um the the videos. And Chrissy, she proposed to Jones when they um what's his name? Jones. Yeah, when okay. they had their show, and I was because she got tired of waiting. Like, how would you feel if a woman proposed to you? Um, uh, is she doing this publicly or privately? Well, still, some you know, if she proposed to you because she got tired of waiting on you, how would that make you? Um, I don't really know how to feel about that. If it's in public, like, don't do it in public <laughs> because now I'm forced to just give you the answer you want to hear yeah. for the sake of your feelings in that public humiliation yeah. because it's like. Even if I'm not ready to take it that to that level, I still don't want to embarrass my queen. Yeah. You know, this like this your moment. <laughs> so if you propose to me, we in the middle of Longhorn Steakhouse and I'm trying to enjoy my little T bone steak and potatoes and you like, baby, will you marry me? And everybody looking at me, I'm gonna be like, Oh yes, let's do it. Yeah. But if you we at the crib, I'm gonna be like I, I saw in this group, um, before we go, I saw in this group this girl, she was like, she proposed to her man because after 15 years, she got tired of waiting. I know the day that I proposed to a man would be the day that I plucked my own eyelashes <laughs> off my face because I would never. Oh. Um, uh, hi, Carla, you're on with uh, Build a Brand with Kristen. Hello? Hello? You are with Build the Brand with Kristen. Okay, I can't hear. Nobody's saying nothing. So, anyways, um, I just, I couldn't do it. I've been with my guy for nine years. And then we got engaged around seven. Okay. And then we got married. But a lot of people were saying, why it took so long? Like, when we got married, it was like, what took so long? You know, why? And it was like, it don't have to be because it's two years or three. It takes time. You got to build a foundation before anything else. Okay. Well, that's the time we have today with um, Rico Ramirez. Rico Ramirez. Ramirez. Um, with Check Runners Podcast. Y'all make sure y'all check him out on the Facebook. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, and, and first of all, thank you for having me, guys. You're welcome. So I really appreciate that. You know, it's good anytime all of us is just coming. Okay, we got the caller back on the line. <laughs> hey, okay. Hey, caller, you on with Build the Brand with Kristen? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You on with Build the Brand with Kristen? I can, can I be heard? Yes, you can be heard. Okay, I'm having a really hard time hearing you. So I'll just say what I have to say and then I'll hang up because I can't hear you very well. Okay. Uh, this is Peachy. Okay, Miss Peachy. With Peachy Tea Time. Hey. And I wanted to say um, it's funny that your guest said that it depends on if it's in public, if he get proposed to. And then you mentioned the whole Chrissy thing. I remember, because I was a big fan of reality shows, and I remember on Black Ink Crew, yeah. um, the New York version, 
the New York edition, rather. I remember when Charmaine proposed to her now husband, and they was they had a gathering at the house. There was a lot of people there, and she was pissy drunk, and she got down on her knee, and I will never forget that. She got down on her knee and proposed to him, and he told her to get her ass up off the floor. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, and have mercy. In front of all the people, told her to get up off the floor. He did not accept the ring, and he told her, "When I'm ready to marry you, I will propose to you." Yeah, I would. I would. Mm. I would all my dignity if I had to propose. Yeah. To man, he I can't hear you if you're saying anything, Chris. Can you hear me now? Now nah, I can a little. Okay, I was saying that I would just lose all self-respect if I had to propose to a man versus him proposing to me. I just don't know how I feel about myself because that would mean you don't see me as the queen. Because I think the Bible says the man that finds a, a woman finds a good thing, right? So that means that you should feel like I'm the one for you. I shouldn't have to go and propose to you. I don't know. I feel like I would have never done it. If my, if my now husband would have never proposed, I never would have done it. Yeah, um, I don't think I, well, there's no thing. I would not propose as well. Um, and well, another thing that the guest said, I can't think of his name. I'm sorry I keep calling you okay, guest, but I can't look at both of them at the same time. <laughs> the fault and at the uh, YouTube. But he mentioned that um, it all depends on the person and the relationship as far as when is the time to propose. Uh, my husband proposed to me literally after eight years. Well, I'm sorry. Eight years was when we got married, and he proposed six years. Six years after we um, were together, and we got married two years later. So our engagement was long, <laughs> just as well. Um, but at the same time, I met my husband when I was 19 years old. You know, we were young. So when you're young like that, it, nine times out of ten, it is going to be a long engagement, a long marriage. Uh, I mean, not marriage, but um, a long proposal, proposal, I meant to say. So um, it, it goes all different ways. It goes all different ways. You have to get yourself together, too. You don't want to start off a marriage with y'all in financial ruins or one mm. person. I can't hear you. Also, you don't want to start a marriage off like in financial ruins. Neither one person is struggling, the other person. Like, you want to start a marriage off where y'all both can bring in 50-50 to complete that marriage as well. Like, that was one of the things that took us so long to get married. I just wasn't, I found, I wasn't financially ready. I wasn't, you know, I didn't have my stuff together. And, you know, he was trying to get his stuff together. And when we became whole together is when we enter marriage. So sometimes it takes that happening. But um, we want to thank you for calling in, Miss Peachy. Thank you. Thank you as well. All right. You guys have an awesome day. You, right, too. you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, you're welcome. That's, um, wow, that was, I mean, she's right. It takes mm. time. Right. But um, I want to thank you, Rico, for coming in today. It was such a pleasure having you. Anytime. And anytime. we got to definitely um get me on your show now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's up. It's up. on Check Runners Podcast. It's up. Okay. When I'm tired of my trash people, I will get with um Big Boy. Um, What is it called? Big right? Boy Waste Management. 
Big boy waste management. Yeah, if you in the Atlanta area, uh, follow us on Instagram at Big Boy Waste Management. Uh, follow the podcast, uh, Check Runners Podcast, man. Check Runners it's the biggest podcast in the world, darling. I'm telling you, it's so nice. splendid. So, it's so. sound good. I saw you on there advertising. Everybody like me, 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 me. And then I shot my shot with you. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Look, let me tell you what I got going on. <laughs> yeah, because I, I love to bring in just normal people to have conversations. I don't yeah. feel like I got to go just for the big names right yeah. now because I feel like it's more relatable. Yeah, that's very true. You know, like people want to talk to people. They feel like, oh, I can hang out with her or him. Oh, I can have a drink with them, like in the in this vibe. So, like, hey, if you want to come be a guest on the the, the the podcast, hey, like I say, just follow us at Chat Runners Podcast and just shoot me a DM, man, and let, let's work. Let's work. Let's get to work. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and take a break right here at his ninety two point three Atlanta. You are on with Build a Brand with Kristen. Hey.
All right, y'all, welcome back to Build the Brand with Kristen right here on his 92.3 ATL, the real definition of internet radio. Y'all, it was such a pleasure to have Rico. Make sure y'all follow him on all platforms at um, Check Runners Podcast. And then we have our next guest that's here with us today. We have Jay's Desire of Tasteful Treasure. And I can't wait to get into that. That's going to be really entertaining today. But first, y'all already know what time it is. It's time for the B-Team Investigate. I've been getting hit up asking, what are we talking about today? What puppy? I mean, what um, scam has the world created this time? We didn't have red light scams. We didn't have all types of stuff. But the B-Team has found there is a puppy app scam that is going around. Um, and Google is not having it. Google is taking legal action against business owners of several fraudulent pet apps. Now, these people is using a network of fraudulent websites that claim to sell basset hound puppies, cats, Pomeranians, <laughs> along with um, alluring photos and fake customer testimonies in order to take advantage of users. So, y'all, just go to Petco. Don't get another dog off another puppy app. Um, some apps are telling customers if you buy through us, the pets can be delivered. But this is not what's happening. And once the payment has been made or a deposit, the customer is either banned from accessing the app again. Um, and then one pet app scammer, um, he received over 75000 in one month through his app. That a lot of people is like, how this happened? Don't you have to set up a real bank account to own an app? No, there are platforms that allow you to create your own app. So you do not have to go through big people. Um, so um, I would say that the reason Google is upset is because these scammers have been using Google's paid advertisement to lure people. Um, you know, where you go to Google, you know, shoes on sale, it'll say puppy app finders, you know, those advertisements to target people to come on to. Um, you know, download the app. They'll have a picture of a cute little puppy. They'll tell you the puppy has a $300 deposit. You pay that deposit, that's it. You would never see that that dog again. Um, <laughs> this is also happening here in Georgia. Um, this is where it started. And now um, they're finding places like California. They're finding places like New York um, where people are having a hard time finding puppies. Um, now, there are even breeders um, that's claiming that they're breeding dogs um, for you to buy pit bulls from them off the website, and they're doing the same thing. So a few scam websites has been taken down. They are still working on uncovering more. The um, company Google is seeking damages, legal costs, and any injunction. So if you, were a, if you went through the Google ad to find a puppy app, you can actually get in on a legal action lawsuit that they're going to be forming really soon by Google. Um, so they are not playing Google like don't put our name in it, right. don't, oh don't drag us that. in it. So to avoid falling for a puppy scam, please um, see the pet in person or do a video call. Um, ask them, hey, can I see this dog that you have on the website uh, before paying any money, more than um, anything. Scammers won't comply with the request if they don't have the puppy. 
And if they're using the dog themselves, their own pet, make sure that that pet picture you can Google image it and make sure it's not on other platforms as well. So that's what the B team got for y'all today, y'all. They don't, they on them puppet frog scams. They don't dry us in the pop shower or not in the moose on the pets. Um, and avoid wiring any money. Don't pay with any prepaid debit card. Um, that, um, like I just said, do a reverse image search, search online for the seller. Ask for the company name. Do not buy a pet from someone that you do not know through the puppy app. I had got my cat on Craigslist. <laughs> you know, <That's> like, <laughs> so, I knew. Crazy. And you can do stuff like that. Like when I got my cat before she passed away, God rest her soul. When I got my um my cat, I got the address and I asked. He lived in a cul-de-sac and I called nine one one and I asked an officer meet me on the corner of that right, cul-de-sac to make, to make sure. sure I make it yeah. back out. So there is other precautions that you can take. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Hey man, they gotta get their money. However, so far the scamming world has reached over billions of dollars. I'm See, in the wrong line. That's what I said last week. I'm in the wrong line of business. My ass will get caught though. <laughs> <laughs> the scammers have reached at least five billion when it comes to wow. scamming people out of money. Pop up shop, um, the red light. Um, cameras they were doing to people and all this, you know. It's in I think Georgia. that started in Chicago. Then that started. In yeah, Chicago? and then it went to Florida, and okay. then now we moved down here to Georgia, making my hometown look bad. <laughs> we got enough going on up there. We were, <laughs> we got enough. Now going I'm on. to pass the red light. <laughs> um, well, I want to um tell you thank you for um you know coming in and. To build a brand to help spread your brand awareness. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. When you call, I was just so intrigued by your business and what you're doing. <laughs> so, um, if you could just explain to us, you know, introduce yourself, who you are, and more about your brand. Okay, absolutely. I am um, Jake Desire. I am the owner of Tasteful Treasures. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I am a certified sexologist. And I am a real life erotica author. So that's pretty much the brand. The brand is all about sex, sexual awareness, and sex ed. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, it's the summertime hot girl summer. You might need uh, some little tips. I know, and I got the tips for you. I got the tips. <laughs> okay, for you. now you say erotic author. So you're writing um, sex books. Yes, but my sex books are different okay. because it's real life erotica and it's my sexual autobiography. So, so you, when you're reading, you're reading literally about my life. Nice. <laughs> Ooh, it's like a tell-all. It is. It's, it's literally like my personal diary. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's out there. I like that. I like the fact that your book is more realistic. Yeah. I remember you, you asked me, like, have you read? Because I never, I, some people like me have it, you know, don't really, you know, know what some of that stuff is. Yeah. So, um, so it was like you said, have you read any Zane books? And I'm like, y'all love Zane. Yeah, oh, I could read a Zane. I'm the real life version of Zane. Okay, and then every, you said yep, Zane. Yep, everything in my book is real because it's everything that I've done, everything that I've experienced, everything that I've tried. So, wow. yeah, my do's, my don'ts, my tutorials, the how to. Yeah. What made you want to do that? Like, what girl, made you come out with that? 
Girl, it was an accident. What? <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, baby, it was an accident. Okay, so I am a free bird when it comes to sex, and okay. that's wholeheartedly because of my upbringing. Okay. We're allowed to talk about sex freely, mm-hmm. openly. So, you know, it's, uh-oh, what I do? you good. Go ahead. Just keep going. Um, So I'm always talking about sex, always. Mm-hmm. When I say always, always. And I have to tell people just because I'm talking about sex, I mean, I want to speak with you. It's right. just I enjoy the topic of sex. So a friend of mine was like, um, you know, I had to be having a Facebook group. And I was in my high school yeah. alumni Facebook group. And he, we had an after dark group. Talking about sex, and she was like, "You need to start a blog." No, I don't. I'm good. <laughs> I do not. She was like, "Yeah, you do." She was like, "Because what you're doing is, you know, you're teaching people. Because whenever somebody will post something, I'm like, yeah, no, that's not how you do that.' Okay. And then I put out there, and then somebody be like, you know what? You're a nasty motherfucker. But you know that it worked. It yeah. worked. So I thought about it, and I was like, okay. So I started the blog. And I literally like didn't know anything about blogging. So I was like, okay, what do I do? I started out and I was like, I'm going to do one or two blogs a week. And that's it. I put the very first story in there. And then I put a tutorial in there. And I started getting messages. Like, what else? What else? And I was like, what the hell is going on? And I was like, okay, I couldn't keep up with them sending me messages. Like, well, how do I do this? And how do I do that? And I was like, okay. So I was talking to my best friend. I was talking to my um, other half. And he was like, then just keep doing it. Yeah. I didn't know that publishing companies look through blogs. Mm. Publishing company found my blog. This turned me on is exactly what he said. Just by reading this, okay. you need to turn this into a book so people can read it. No, I don't. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. This man hounded me for three months. No, I'm good. I'm not an author. I'm not a writer. Never aspired to be. I am a chef by trade. See, tattooed on my body. I am a certified chef. I just enjoy sex. Talk to my best friend. Talk to my mom. Talk to my other half. And here we go. I did the first one. I did the first book. I did a soft read. And everybody that read the book said the exact same thing. Like, I've always felt like this. I wanted to try it, but I didn't know how. I didn't want to be judged. And I'm like, really? But that's, and here we are. I had to use my evil for good, and I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Wait, hold on. If I say anything, I'm loving the shirt. What oh. does the shirt say? The shirt says, go. Okay. Work, come, orgasm. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. And I think that's what it is. I think a lot of people is just afraid to talk about yeah, certain things. It is. Um, or they may think what people may think of them. And yeah. I say that because um I a couple a month ago someone wanted me to do their podcast and they was podcast was about sex. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to do a, um to have a segment about, you know, to come on and talk about sex and marriage. Right. And I felt uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't talk about this, like I don't talk about this with friends. You have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uncomfortable talking about it with a stranger. Why? Or on because I'm so used to talking about like business life or you know, certain things. I think about my image as a business owner. 
as uh -huh. a, a you know as a, a average and then i think about what well, people gonna think like am i free like am i doing this well, i think am about I, you know i think about my image like right now i have on red lipstick i just started wearing red because my grandmother she said you can be as big as whole as you want to but just don't let everybody know what you do in the streets is a representation of me what you do behind the doors is a representation of me because i be scared when i go to my business place on saturdays people of business gonna be like why? Christian why? Did you hear Christian and her husband do this? Why? Because people gossip and then they that, those, those are, are, those, are those are unhappy people. <laughs> you know, those are yeah. unhappy people because I feel like that's the that's the problem. That's the conversation is not being had, and that's yeah. why, like after my generation, like. When I was in high school, we got taught sex ed. The yeah. kids after that didn't get they didn't get sex ed, right. and it was like during sex ed class, I was talking to the teacher, and she was like, "You want to get up here? I got like, come on now, you it, it has to it has to start at home, and yeah. that's what people aren't understanding. They want to take sex ed out of school, but then guess what? When you take sex ed out of school, you got your little friends, stupid, can I cuss? Stupid yeah. ass friends, you know, giving them bad advice. And now you got STDs, you got teenage pregnancy, you got all that other stuff because nobody is talking about it at home. Right. My mother gave me the birds and the bees. She gave me the G version. My auntie gave me the gave me. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it really I does. I was taught the birds stuff. and the bees. Right, and then it, it, it gives you an opportunity as you get older to find out who you are and what you want. No, you're right, because I have two girls that's 13 and 14. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I tried to give them the birds and the bees, because that's what I was taught, right? And, but then when they came home, they're like, Mom, like, oh, this girl, she's 14 in our class, she's pregnant. See? And now I'm like, now I got to. Right. Tell them the whole right. thing. I gotta go in right. and everything. And see, so I got you I right. have four boys and my three older boys are grown. My three older boys, I was prepared as they started getting older, I'm gonna have a problem. Yeah. Because they all light skin, they got their mama lips. Yeah. So I got some attractive boys. They gonna start. What I did was I started with my oldest. I did a PowerPoint presentation. You're going to know about STD seen, unseen. I like that. You're going to know about everything. I like that. You're going to know about everything. When he went away to college, he had a bunch of conduct. He had spermicide. You know, it's still grown men that don't know what spermicide is, but my son knew. So, uh-uh, we're not going to play this. We Everybody is having sex, and it's like, I'm not asking you what you do in your bedroom. I'm trying to teach you how to have fun in your bedroom. And a lot of people need that. Yep. A lot of people need that. Yep. It's nothing wrong. Some people, you know, they watch porn so that right. they can figure out ways to spice but porn it up. ain't real. <laughs> porn, has, porn has unrealistic sexual expectations mm -hmm. because these, you know, people get out here and want to do what these porn stars do. Yeah. The, the porn, let me let me let me backtrack because let me backtrack. I, porn nowadays is not real. Porn nowadays is not real. Um, 
back in the day, porn was real. Yeah. I patterned. I patterned. I mean, I patterned my sex life after Vanessa Del Rio. Okay. Don't nobody know who she is. She is the queen of porn. But she had an art form that to this day can't nobody touch. Because while she was doing certain things, she was educated. She has a scene in one of her movies where she's doing a double dong, which means it's a double-headed dildo. Yeah, she's teaching you how to be girl, but she also teaching you how to be exciting at the same time. So it's you know it's stuff like that. Like nowadays, porn, you just walk in the room and you having sex. That's yeah. not how that goes. Because that's not real life. Men want to be rubbed on, they want to be caressed, they want to be turned on, but you're not just gonna because he ain't automatically hard and she ain't automatically wet. No, exactly. you can't do that. You can't do that. You're right. I like y'all, I like the confidence of you of you doing that. Like I think it's like the queenish of you because you know that's that's one part of being a queen is having that confidence and being able to come out and on your stuff. And the fact that you like I'm putting, you know, my sex life in a book and then it's with stories because you you said that too. That it's like the actual book. Oh, I'm reading. telling every about one. Oh you got a book. I love a show and tell. <laughs> I love a good show and tell. I just asked my husband last night, can we try latex? Can I put a latex? <laughs> oh my God. Can I uh, put one of those masks on him? And he was like, he lay down. Like, yeah, crazy. he's like, you tired. <laughs> <laughs> you sleepy. <laughs> These are like, I've reached out once the book, just like the second book. So the second book is getting ready to come out. Once the first book was finished, yeah. the exes that. There's no names in here. So it's just like okay. you're reading my personal diary. Okay. But the only people who know who it is, is me, that person, and my best friend. Because everybody got that one best friend? Yes. That when I say no, everything. 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 And I thank God I never betrayed her because she will. <laughs> That's my friend, Anisha, from middle school. We, I'm originally from New Orleans, and we've been friends since the fourth grade, and she knows all my stuff. Honey, <laughs> I, used to, I used to have to go to her and be like, because she kept a calendar. Uh -huh. She literally kept a calendar. And I'd be like, what's that one? She's like, no, but you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Like, yeah, but no, the story is, it's just, they're real life things that I've done and I'm I'm telling you where I was, what yeah. I did, why I did it, you know, stuff. And like what's that. the name of this book? The this one is The Real Thoughts of a Sexual Submissive Volume One. Okay. Um the second one is The Real Thoughts of a Sexual Submissive Volume Two, The Making of Jade. Yeah. And the making of Jade is telling how I got into kink, swinging, BDSM, you know. All that other stuff. Okay. Look at her face. I'm like, I'm interested. I love me a good sex story. I done read about every um, book that Zang had wrote because it's entertaining yeah. and it does, you know, make you try new things. Yeah. It does. But I think she wrote yeah. one book called The G Spot. The G Spot. And yep. that was really good. It was like one of the best sellers. Yep. And everybody was talking about that. But I like the fact that your books are real. Yeah. So, you know, I like more realistic books than I like ones that right. are not real. Because you're giving people what you felt in yeah. that moment. Yeah. What you thought before this happened or after right. in the middle. 
I like those type of things because it makes me feel like, well, if this made her feel good, then maybe it could make right. me feel and, good and as and, well. And unintentionally, <laughs> that's exactly because I was like, I, this, this is not my forte. This yeah. is not. And I was like, Damn, now I gotta, you know, I gotta be good. I gotta, you know. Yeah. Uh, See, I'm gonna tell you, this is the breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> I might be canceled up because I'm just saying, no, I'm like, okay, so like we was on a boat one time, and this is like the first time I ever said this, but we were, we always did cruises. And um, we was on a boat one time, and then like this girl, um, she was like trying to be intimate with both of us. Like she was asking us if we were to free some jazz. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, but you know, first off, Carnival give you 15 drinks a day. So right. you want to ask. You can't say, I don't even know my name at this point. Right. I'm going to drink 13. But then it was like, we on the dance floor and like, I'm just at the bar and like, I'm like watching her dance with, 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 with him. But it was the fact she was touching him. Uh, and I'm like, no. It, it was a quick thought. I'm like, well, maybe, you know, oh, that sounds okay, good. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I learned this at a very young age. I got mad. <laughs> Don't get mad because she was attractive. So here, yeah. this is what I tell people, and I have so many disagreements with people. Um, I have this one auntie, and that's the one. Like I dedicated the book to her yeah. because she taught me everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. My thought process is with women. There's nothing wrong with having a same-sex experience because who's going to teach you better about your body than another woman? Have that experience. It's an experience. If you like it, so what? Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, you done found something that you can go tell, you know, somebody else because I had my same-sex experience. I actually did it twice because it was like the first time I did it. I was so nervous and I was so in my head that I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be gay. I don't give a damn. Right. I couldn't, I didn't know if I enjoyed it because I was in my head. And I did it again, same person. And I was like, yeah, I need a man. It's not for me. Every woman should experience to know what's for you and what's not for you because you don't want to, you don't want to get married kids and later on you realize that, you know, I, I never wanted to be with a man in the first place. Experience a woman. You never right. know. You only live once. You only live once because guess what? She may teach you something and you'd be like, okay, well, this is not for me, but you could go teach that man mm-hmm. because it's like, it's educational. Experience it. Have fun with it. Play with it. She can spread you, twist you, and everything else, but, you know, take that experience back. It's just like, you know, when you're in school. They give you homework for you to go home, learn it, master it, and then use it for everyday life. Same thing with sex. I turn everything into sex. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. And then you have to be comfortable with yourself. You have to be comfortable with, your with yourself. You you absolutely have to be because if you're not, then you're second guessing who you are. I know who I am. I'm very comfortable with seeing a woman and be like, oh, she cute. She got a nice body. I'm not gay. Yeah, I'm not bisexual. Why can't we compliment another woman without having to be, you know, classified as? No, that's an attractive woman. 
I don't want to sleep with her. No, no, no. I saw women they were pretty before. Right. Like, oh, you know, you're pretty, or you your makeup looks good. That don't right. mean I It's like now, this you. day and age that we're in now, it's like everybody is classified. No, yeah, no. I am a very confident, straight woman that knows who she is, knows what she likes, knows what she don't like, and I guess I might even say something to them. So, right. Yeah, you're truly yourself. Yes. And I like that. And I think your brand is so amazing. And I think you got all the listeners tuned in. You probably gonna stop working. Everybody on break on the app. Now, well, can I you tell so. us like about this book now? Um, like, what can we expect when we read it? And what's the name of it again? The real thought. Can I hold it up? Yeah. Okay. So, can y'all see it? It's me on. Bring it over. Okay. Right so there. it's me on the cover. Yes, when I say it's like my face is everywhere. You look so pretty on there. Thank you. So this is the Real Thoughts of a Sexual Submissive, Volume One. Um, this one is just this one was my. Let me, you know, just you know. So the very the story that the story that started it all was forked under the table because I I love. Um, I love black men. Y'all don't, 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 don't counsel me for what I'm going to say, but I also have a week for internationals. And I mean, like, Greeks, Italians, Puerto Ricans, because they somewhat black too. But, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I have a weakness for them. But I, I, the person that I'm with is black. My kid's father, like, everybody is black. But it's just something about an Italian that makes me weak in the knees and the story that I wrote, the story that I told about it, Fork Under the Table, is the one that started it all because this guy was 25 years old. No, he was 25 years older than me. Amazing. When I say this man was fine, this man was fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And like he treated me like nothing else in the world mattered. Nothing else in the world mattered. And I forgot where we were going, but um, we were out, and he had called me and was like, I need you to get ready because we're going out. And I'm like, no, I got stuff to do. I got to work. And he was like, no, we're going out. Okay, whatever. It is what it is. And he was like, okay, I need you to go home. I need you to go pick up. Like, he literally had everything laid out for me. He had my dress. He had my shoes. Like everything was laid out for me. He was like, "Go to the boutique and pick up the dress." Go to, the oh, I got my own clothes. I'm good. Me being the submissive that I am, I obey. Because when you're a submissive, that's what you have to do. You have to obey your. You have to obey your dom. Right. I obeyed my dom, even though I didn't want to, and I did what he told me to do. We went to my favorite restaurant in Chicago because that's where I'm originally from. The Cité and Lake Point Towers, beautiful restaurant. It's on the 29th floor. Oh my God. So we go there. I didn't know, like, that is literally my favorite restaurant. I can, like, it's gonna cost me an arm and leg because one meal is like $300. Yeah, it's one of those kind of restaurants. <laughs> so we go there, and I didn't know that he knew the owner. Now, I'm talking to this man all this time about this place, this restaurant, and he ain't said nothing. We go to the restaurant. Okay, favorite restaurant. He already know. 
in the back, in any five-star restaurant, there's a chef's table. And that's specifically for the chef's VIP guests. We're sitting at the chef's table. Why are we sitting here? I don't even get this treatment. I've been coming here for, you know, all these years. I, I get the, I get my same waiter, but I don't get a special table. Okay. Off in the back, off in the cut. Okay, I see you. Hmm. We get we get our appetizers, we get our entree, we get our desserts. I gave him dessert because I wanted to tell him thank you. So I dropped my fork under the table. <laughs> so while I dropped my fork under the table, if you know what I mean, I proceeded to give him a very good oral conversation while we were in the restaurant. And I told about that story in a book. It took off. And here we are. Yes, because yeah. I'm like, where well, that book at? Somebody, it's in the, it's that that story I, is in there. Uh, and I the love table. the topic. Like, yeah. have you ever bond but not James Bond? It's so like it's not boring. No, it's topics <laughs> that have you like, what you mean? Like, you like imagination? How deep is yours? Like, I want to read that chapter. He said, like, I like that. Yeah, you know, it has points. So when you tell your friends about it. It's like read this part. Right. It's titled this. Right. Because you're gonna remember it and right. it's catchy. Right. I think this is awesome, Jay. Like I love it. I love <laughs> it. Y'all show y'all support Jay's desire. Um in her book, The Real Thoughts of a Sexual Submissive Volume One. Can you tell me how how can we pick up this book? Where can we find it? Um, I keep books on me all the time. They can go, it's available on Amazon. They can also go on my website at Taste for Treasures. Um, it's Taste for Treasures 69 is the website. Um, they can purchase it there and that's directly, if you go on Taste for Treasures 69, that's directly to me. You'll get a signed copy and a gift. Okay. So what I just gave you is for the second book. That's the book, the second book that's coming out, a book release for that. Yes, free audio copy. Now, y'all make sure y'all go and support um, this amazing queen. I mean, I love everything you just say, and it definitely <laughs> have you, like, coming soon. That <laughs> <laughs> just come soon. <laughs> Yeah. Can you tell us how we, um, we, we could just find you on Instagram or uh, social media? Yeah, so on my social media, I have two pages. I have the Tasteful Treasure 69. That's the brand page. And that um, talks about, like, everything that the brand has going on. Like, now I have the T-shirts. Okay. Um, and then the Sexual Submissive 1, um, that is Jade. That is, you know, the book page. That is everything that Jade has going on, even though... I put on both, but the but the sexual submissive one, that's the one that like I put all of the events on and everything else. Like I get classes, everything that I do has a educational twist to it. So like all of like my book signing that I have coming up, I'm gonna give you a kink class. Okay. And people want to know what kink is, or people are interested in kink, but what people don't know is if you've been smacked on the ass while you having sex. That's a small portion of kink. So if you've ever seen, because when people ask me what BDSM is, I just ask them, have they seen Fifty Shades of Grey? Mm -hmm. Because that's pretty much what BDSM is. And it's, it's, it's such a fun world. It's not as scary as people think it is. 
but it's, it's a fun world. It really is. So I teach all of that. Nice. Well, um, yeah, I want to say now, just real quick. Is so is Jay's the character in the book, or is that just your name? That's my name. Okay. There are no characters in the books at all. Okay. I thought maybe like you just, you know, instead of saying your name, you have like a, a no, a, um, no. A, a book name. Okay. I want to thank you so much. Um, y'all check out Jay's Desire Tasty Treasures. Um, again, that's Instagram at Sexual Submissive One for all the books. Um, you have the website for the t-shirts, right? Yeah. Okay. And I'm I don't learn so much more. My eyes, my ears is like <laughs> open. This is like one of the best interviews I think I've done. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I really just learned so much. And I'm also learning. That's what this is about, spreading your brand awareness so people can know and learn new things. So y'all open up your sexual mind. Get into it. Check out Sexual Submissive, The Making of Jade Volume 1. And we will be here next week with Build the Brand at his 92.3. Hey, huh? Thursday? Oh, Lord Jade. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Oh, she, I just got reminded I'm going to be here tomorrow. Look, she got me thinking about <laughs> I'm trying to get on Amazon. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how, it's a, that's how you know you're selling the good product. When you got somebody mind twisting, Okay, that's a good product. I will be here tomorrow <laughs> on the job <laughs> from 10 to 12. That is tomorrow, Thursday. Okay, um, right here at his 92.3. I'm Kristen Bilderbrand. Y'all live with Jay's Desire Tips with Treasure. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see y'all tomorrow. That was funny. <laughs> My bad. I didn't mean to throw you off or nothing, but I was like, eh, I, today is just Wednesday. It's my first time seeing you this week. You, is it something I need to know? Is there not a show tomorrow? Do I need to know? Lord, it is. I look, I done learning something. I can't wait to go home. <laughs>